Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay Snacker Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will Smart Food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void but prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. Welcome, Rockets fans. This is Michael, the Hebrew Hammer Brown, and this is another episode of The Dream Shakes the Dream Take, uh, the number one podcast for the SB Nation's uh, The Dream Shake. Uh, Once again, Michael, the Hebrew Hammer Brown here, and we are discussing the Rockets' latest game versus the Brooklyn Nets tonight. Um, come hang out with me once again. The Rockets lose to the Brooklyn Nets, 132-114. to 114. Uh, It is just me once again tonight here on the Facebook page for the Dream Shake. So come join me. Come talk about the Rockets. Uh, loss tonight, their 13th straight loss. They're now 0-13 in their last 13 games without 
Christian Wood. Uh, it is just me tonight, baby. So come hang out. Uh, maybe crack the top of your favorite uh, adult beverage. And let's talk some Rockets basketball. Um, a lot of news between Monday uh, and tonight, uh, Wednesday night here as we record this show before we send out the podcast for everybody's listening pleasure tomorrow morning. Um, if you have a thought about tonight's game, uh, come leave a comment. Uh, we are the most interactive Rockets podcast here in the city of Houston. Um, and if you have something to say, comment, let's talk about it, and you know, let's go to work. So the Rockets lose tonight 132 to 114. Uh, let's get into the box score uh, for both teams real quick, and then we'll get to some of my personal thoughts on James Harden returning to Houston. After that, John Wall, an incredible performance tonight, 41 minutes on the court, 36 points, 5 assists, 12 of 30 from the field. Victor Oladipo, 33 points, 7 rebounds, and 5 assists. Uh, so between the two of them, they did have 69 points, 9 rebounds, and 10 assists. Sterling Brown, 9 points. Jay Sean Tate had a pretty good game for himself, 12 points and 10 rebounds. Uh, P.J. Tucker with a zero-point uh, performance, uh, three rebounds, three assists. Uh, Justin Patton with a decent night off the bench, 10 points, six assists. Ben McLemore with 10 points as well. Mason Jones with four points. This is a game where the Rockets only had eight guys available uh, to, to play. And... Getting to the performance of the Brooklyn Nets, uh, one ex-Rocket, James Harden, 29 points, 10 rebounds, 14 assists, 10 of 15 from the field. Kyrie Irving, 24 points, 5 rebounds, 6 assists. DeAndre Jordan, 10 and 10. Bruce Brown, 17 points, 8 rebounds, 7 assists. Joe Harris, 19 points, 7 of 9 from the field, including 4 of 5 from 3. Landry Shamit, 11 points. Claxton with 16 points. Uh, for the Rockets, uh, in this game, David Nwaba, who is now out for six weeks, uh, which is not good <laughs> for the Rockets. Uh, Eric Gordon, Daniel House, and Kurooks did not play. Look, um... <laughs> Thank you, Ricardo. You know, if you guys are listening, like I said, it, it is just me tonight. I want this to be all about me and everybody listening to this show. Come leave a comment. Come leave a question, um, and we'll answer it. Ricardo, thank you so much for listening, comes in and says, do you think it's more important the Rockets make a push to make the playoffs in the second half of the season so that Christian Wood can get some playoff experience? Uh, Ricardo, phenomenal question. Um, look, man, um, Losing sucks, okay? Like, let's be honest, right? If you're a fan of a team, I don't think anybody ever looks at their team and says, I hope you lose. Like, you, you don't root for your team to lose. I want my team to go out every single night to try and win. I there's part of me that thinks that this Rockets team doesn't want to win every night for whatever reason, okay? Whether that's trying to get a better draft pick, whether that's for whatever reason, like this team just doesn't, 
Tonight, in my opinion, they brought it. They brought it as much as they could. Like, this Nets team is a team that's probably going to go to the finals. I mean, they, they beat this Rockets team by 18 points tonight. Did they try all that hard? I think they tried enough, and they still beat this Rockets team by 18 points. Now, this Rockets team, no David DeWaba, no Eric Gordon, no Daniel House. But this Rockets team is not good. This is not a good team. This is, this is an example of a really, really good team playing a really bad team. And I don't think the Nets tried all that hard. I think they did just enough to win this game handily. Um, so, Ricardo, to answer your question, I would love to see this team make the playoffs. I would love to see the Rockets make it to the playoffs this year just to see what they can do. Because even throughout this 13-game losing streak, Victor Oladipo has been out for games. John Wall has missed some games. Eric Gordon has missed some games. Like, who knows what this Rockets team could do in a playoff series when you add back in Christian Wood. Justin Patton, you know, 10 points, six rebounds, four assists tonight. What does he look as a like a backup big? I don't think he's good enough to be a starting big for this Rockets team, but I think he's good enough to be a big for this team. So I'd like to see what that looks like for the Rockets. Um, look, to me, the biggest positive that comes out of tonight, because when you lose 13 games in a row, like it's honestly difficult for fans to look at the positive of things. But that's what we're going to do here at the Dream Take. Once again, Michael Brown here uh, for an episode of the Dream Take, recapping the Rockets' 13th loss in a row. I'm going to try and find some positives out of tonight because I feel like that's what Red Nation needs right now is a little bit of positivity. You look at the backcourt for the Rockets tonight between John Wall and Victor Oladipo. 69 points, 9 rebounds, 10 assists. There's a lot of chatter on NBA Twitter today about Eric Gordon. Uh, potentially, not potentially, uh, there's the idea that he's receiving a lot of trade uh, interest around the league which I think is really interesting for the Rockets because if you're moving out a salary like Victor Oladipo, which is north of $18 million a year, you're bringing back somebody in return, you would think, unless it's just for more, you know, draft capital, which is, you know, with this uh, with this NBA ownership with the Fertitta family, it, it very well could be that the Rockets are just trading out Aaron Gordon just to, find some financial flexibility with their salary cap. But I would like to think that they're more than likely trying to bring back some player if they're trading out Eric Gordon. But Victor Oladipo is the guy that you look at and you say, Victor Oladipo, 33 points, seven rebounds, five assists, nine of 25 from the field, but five of 11 from three. You'd have to think that there are some playoff teams out there in the league right now to look at this game and say, okay, maybe we need to elevate our trade package that we're offering the Rockets for a guy like Victor Oladipo, that if you if this team can bring in a Victor Oladipo, maybe that could be the difference between them contending for a championship and not contending for a championship. Um, so that's one thing that I look at positive from tonight that – the Rockets can take away going into this all-star break. Once again, Ricardo, thank you so much for your question. It's greatly appreciated. If anybody else watching the show right now, go ahead and share it to your timeline. 
We want to bring in as many Rockets fans as we can. Uh, let's talk all things Rockets. Mom, thank you so much for, for watching the show. You're awesome. I appreciate you so much. Um, if you have any trade ideas or if you have anything that you want to talk about from this first half, now that the first half of the Rocket season is now over, I want to hear from you as the fans. What are your thoughts on the first half of the season? Everything from the six-game winning streak uh, that the Rockets had back when Christian Wood was healthy, now to the 13-game losing streak. What are your thoughts on James Harden uh, having his jersey uh, retired coming from uh, the Fertitta family? Tillman Fertitta was quoted this week as saying that they want to retire James Harden jersey. I do have some thoughts coming up on that here in a few minutes. Uh, but we've recapped this game enough. The Brooklyn Nets are really good. I mean, downright better than the Rockets. And um, one thing that that I want to say, you know, just on a personal note, watching this game tonight, um, watching uh, James Harden playing for the Brooklyn Nets. And Ricardo, thank you so much for your question. Again, we'll get to that in a minute. James Harden playing in a Brooklyn Nets uniform. Here's the thing, okay? And and I'm I'm on I'm as active on Twitter as most Rockets fans out there. I'm not the most interactive on the Rockets Twitter uh, as some fans out there, but I'm on it enough, okay? And I know I know the opinions out there of of Rockets fans when it comes to James Harden and having his jersey retired. First of all, people need to realize one thing, and that's that Yao Ming has his jersey retired at Toyota Center. James Harden did more for this organization than Yao Ming ever did. Okay? Uh, I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, the fact that Yao Ming's jersey is retired is, is embarrassing to the Rockets organization. The Rockets retired his jersey because of his uh, his contribution to the organization expanding basketball to china all that's great all that's awesome yao ming took this team out of the first round one time you're gonna tell me it's okay to have his jersey retired but not james harden no it's not okay so if you're gonna retire yao ming's jersey you better retire james harden's jersey right i'm gonna say that first and foremost number two james harden is the the second greatest rocket to ever play for the Rockets, period, end of story. It starts with Akeem Olajuwon. James Harden will never sniff the jockstrap of Akeem Olajuwon. Don't, don't even, you don't need to come to me. You don't need to, at BSW podcast underscore MB, do not send me any tweets saying, well, James uh, could be compared to Hakeem Olajuwon in this statistical category. Don't do it. I'm, I'm not the one. You do not need to come to me when it comes to Hakeem Olajuwon. Hakeem Olajuwon is the greatest Houston Rocket to ever play for the Rockets, period. End of story. There is no dot, 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 but James Harden did this. No, 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 fam. You don't need to bring that to me, okay? And Lauren Perez, Lauren, thank you so much for listening to the show, says it stung to see James playing in a different jersey. It absolutely did, Lauren. There, there's no doubt that it sucked watching James Harden play for the Brooklyn Nets tonight, okay? It, it sunk my heart watching it. 
But let me ask you this, Lauren, and let me ask any Rockets fan that is listening to this show right now or will listen to this show in the coming days, and we appreciate you very much. Let me ask you this. Did James Harden ever make an NBA Finals? No. Did James Harden ever win an NBA Finals? Well, it's a little difficult to win an NBA Finals if you've never been to an NBA Finals as a Houston Rocket. I get the fact that Rockets fans are mad at James Harden. I'm mad at James Harden too. This is a bad breakup is what this is, okay? But you can't say or take away from what he did for this organization. He made this... He made this organization relevant for eight years. He brought this team back to relevancy, right? Rockets fans that can go back to Kevin Martin, Luis Scola, uh, Steve Novak, like all of those guys, James Harden brought us out from the abyss of those teams. He brought us back from being eighth place in the West every year, being a 500 team, he did that, okay? Watching him with Brooklyn tonight hurt me to my core. But it does bring me back to so many people nowadays want to get into the fact that sports figures are more than sports figures, right? And, and Lauren and Ryan, thank you all so much for watching the show and everybody else who's listening to the show right now. And correct me if I'm wrong. Every There's so many people in social media that want to make these sports athletes so much more than what they really are, okay? They, they look to LeBron James for political takes. They look to Greg Popovich for political takes, right? You know what I look to if I was a fan of those teams? What are you doing for me in the win-loss column, right? James Harden, when he was here, above all else, played nearly every damn game, and he won a lot more games than he lost. And if this 13-game losing streak has shown me anything, number one, it's the fact that I miss James Harden. I miss James Harden as a Rocket. I wish that it worked out with James Harden as a Rocket. I wish more than anything that it that it worked out with him as a Houston Rocket. But he didn't. And he whined, and he cried, and he went to Vegas, and he went to Atlanta, and he got fat in the offseason, and he came back here, and he was disrespectful to his teammates. He was disrespectful to the organization. He was disrespectful to the game. And he forced his way into a situation where the front office for the Rockets had to make a decision. And they had to decide, do we trade James Harden or do we hold on to him because we have him under contract for the next two years? 
And in this fan's opinion, they made the wrong decision and they traded him for a trade package that was not nearly good enough for a guy who is one of the five greatest players in the game as of today, which he is. Because all of these national pundits have now gone out. There's there's basketball writers in New York who have said, oh, I, I, I love watching James Harden play basketball. I love seeing him play basketball now. It's because you didn't watch him when he was here in Houston. You didn't watch the player that diehard fans for the Rockets saw night in and night out. You didn't watch it because you didn't care. And now the fact that he's in he's in Brooklyn and he's in a big market and he's this and he's that. Okay, great. Now you actually watch James Harden play basketball and you see how phenomenal this guy is. Good. Good for you. You're a national basketball writer. Some some jamoke out of New Jersey or New York, wherever the hell he is. Came out with a tweet the other day. Oh, I can't believe now that James Harden is in, in, in Brooklyn. He's this. He's a nice player. He likes to pass it to his teammates. He's not a guy that just chucks threes. Well, he wasn't that guy here in Houston. He wasn't that guy. He was a guy that was the face of this franchise that every single Rockets fan could get behind, that loved. And watching him play with the Brooklyn Nets tonight, if you're an honest Rockets fan, and I've got buddies out there that are Rockets fans that didn't like James Harden, <laughs> Ryan Davis, love you to death, brother, but you have to admit that, that, that James Harden made this Rockets team better because he was a part of this team. Because he's that special of a talent. Lauren says media hates Houston. It shows now more than ever. The narrative changed for Harden as soon as he got to Brooklyn. That's 100% right. It's 100% right, Lauren. You are downright factual with saying that. Now, am I going to be a fan that says that the, the whole media hates the city of Houston? No. I'm not going to be that guy. I am going to be the fan for the Rockets that says they didn't watch James Harden play. They would watch the stat line. They would look at the stat line of the games and see, oh, he chucked up 17 threes. But they didn't look at the box score enough to see that nobody else was going to shoot the ball. Nobody else was going to put the ball in the bucket. So James Harden had to do that. So tonight, I'm, gl I'm almost glad that the, the last game before the All-Star break was the Brooklyn game because now we get to – Take some time off, right? I feel like as Rockets fans, the, the fans who live and die with this team like I do, like Lewis Brown does, my father, loved the man to death, watches every game, forces my mother, Renee Brown, to watch the game every single game, and I love you both for it. Lauren and Ryan and all the other fans that watch this game, Ricardo, that watch this team night in and night out, we need a break, Right? I feel like this this team and this fan base needs a break, and we get to come back, okay? And I want I want to preview the first game coming back from All Star Break against the Sacramento Kings real quick, right? I'm going to go on record saying this right now. I'm not the, I'm not sure the next time that I get to come, uh, either myself and or Jeremy Brenner, my dude, my co-host of this wonderful podcast, the Dream Cake, the Dream Take, the number one podcast for SB Nations. 
the dream shake the next time we get to come on to camera. So I'm going to go on record saying right now, when the Rockets come back from the All-Star break, this team is going to look a lot different. Do I think P.J. Tucker is going to be here? No. Do I think Eric Gordon is going to be here? No. Do I think Ben McLemore is going to be here? No. I think this team is going to look entirely different with its rotations and the players that are available to this team post-All-Star break. Okay? Do I think John Collins from the Atlanta Hawks, uh, it was a question that came in uh, from uh, Ricardo. What do you think a trade package would look like for John Collins? Victor Oladipo, uh, at least one number, at least one first round pick, and probably Daniel House uh, for for John Collins is is my guess. And I would do that deal in about three and a half seconds. If we can get John Collins here to Houston, I'm in for that 117 and a half percent. Really good friend of the show, Ryan Santoro says. Uh, here's a trade proposal. The Rockets receive Mo Bamba. The Magic receive P.J. Tucker. I would do that deal. That's a deal that you trade out P.J. Tucker, who is coming up on a – his contract is going to be up at the end of the year. Mo Bamba is a guy that you you want to look to as a guy. Can you take his skill set to the next level? You know, can you look at his – his overall body frame, and can you turn that seven-foot frame into an NBA center that is serviceable night in and night out? Do I think he's that way now? No, I don't. I think he's a guy that you can play in spurts one night, but he may not be playable against some teams. The ceiling for Mo Bamba is a very serviceable backup. Do I think he can start in the league? No, I don't. Um, so that's an interesting trade proposal to me at this point. I'm ready to trade PJ Tucker for just about anything. Um, early in the year, I, me personally, I was a guy that was adamantly against PJ Tucker on this team. I wanted him gone. I wanted them to trade him for anybody. And then he had, then the Rockets got into this winning streak and I said, oh, okay, maybe he's a guy that the Rockets can keep around for another Two years, you know, you sign him to like a two-year, fifteen million dollar contract. I would give PJ. T- I would have given PJ Tucker two years, fifteen million. But what did you see tonight? You played against a really good team, and he did nothing. Okay, he scored zero points. He had three rebounds. He wasn't. He wasn't a defensive stopper under the basket. He was not a guy that changed the game in any way. He's been that way the past week or so. What? What? Give me one piece of PJ Tucker's game, or give me anybody listening to the show right now, or anybody that listens to the show tomorrow morning when this show comes out, or over the next couple of days when you're listening to this show. Come, you know, send me a tweet at BSW Podcast underscore MD. Give me one legitimate reason why you want to keep PJ Tucker a part of this organization, either a past this trade deadline. Or B, after this year. So if you're not going to keep him past this year, you may as well trade him at the deadline where it's already been noted that there are multiple teams, most notably the the Milwaukee Bucks that are interested in P.J. Tucker. If you're the Rockets and you can acquire, I'll give you an example. If you can acquire a guy like DJ DJ DiVincenzo 
the guard from uh, from Villanova, why would you not trade P.J. Tucker for a guy like Dante DiVincenzo who can be a guy not only for the rest of this year that can continue to evolve as a player, but that's a guy who could potentially be your backup point guard for years to come. So if you can turn a guy with an expiring contract or an expiring contract like P.J. Tucker into a guy like Dante DiVincenzo, that's something that you should 100% take a look at moving forward. Once again, we're, we're nearing the end of the show. I want to take a couple minutes to, first of all, I want to thank everybody out there, especially our fans like Lauren, like Ryan, uh, like Ricardo, uh, that you guys are always a part of uh, our, uh, whether it's on, you know, here on Facebook, whether it's on Twitter, whether it's on YouTube. Uh, fans like you make this show beyond enjoyable for me uh, and for for Jeremy and for Ray to do uh, nightly, right? Doing shows after every single game, especially during a 13-game losing streak, uh, they're not easy. But fans like you guys make this show so incredibly fun to do on a nightly basis, right? So I want to thank all of our fans out there as the first half of the season has come to a close Unfortunately, on a 13-game losing streak, I look forward to the second half of the season, right? Some some things that me personally that I am looking forward to, uh, first of all, all of the incredible work that we're doing here at SB Nation's The Dream Shake. All of our writers are doing a fantastic job. Make sure to check out all of their writing on nearly a daily basis at thedreamshake.com. You can check out all of their incredible uh, articles being written being published on Twitter at the Dream Shake here at the Dream Take. It's at at the Dream Take. Me personally at BSW Podcast underscore NB. My co-host Mr. Jeremy Brenner at J E R E M Y B R E N E R. It's something that that we're we're building a brand one day at a time, and it's literally one listener at a time, and we are willing to go to the ends of the earth to find those listeners. So in the second half of the season, Christian Wood coming back, uh, coach uh, Steven Silas has already noted that KJ Martin, Kevin Porter Jr. are on the way. I cannot wait to to see the youth movement of this team. The Rockets being 14 in the Western Conference at this point, it's already being shown. This season is done. In my opinion, at this point, this team is not going to contend for anything in the second half. It's all about the youth movement. It's all about watching this team and developing their young talent. So first game in the second half of the season, can't wait for Kevin Porter Jr. Christian Wood to come back. I feel like it's been like nine years since we've seen Christian Wood play. Ryan wants to know, what are my thoughts on J.J. Watt signing with Arizona? Arizona showed J.J. Watt the bag, gave him two years, uh, $31 million contract. 23 million guaranteed, 8 million in incentives. I think he went there simply to join DeAndre Hopkins. I like the move for JJ. Do I think he's going to contend for a Super Bowl being a part of a team that is in the toughest division in football? It's going to be pretty hard for me to see. I would have liked to have seen JJ Wide end up in either Pittsburgh, who had no money, but Green Bay would have been just a perfect spot for JJ. It would have been an Awesome story to see him go back home to the Green Bay Packers. 
Uh, but once again, let's go ahead and wrap up this episode of the Dream Take. The unhappy final from inside of Toyota Center, the Brooklyn Nets, led by James Edward Harden, 132 to 114, defeat our Houston Rockets. Uh, the Rockets dropped their 13th game in a row. Uh, we are officially on All Star break. The next game for the Rockets uh, will be on March 11th, I want to say. We will confirm that date. Um, but from what I listened to on the way home, it will be March 11th will be the next game for the Houston Rockets. Um, so good break here. We will let you guys know the next time that the dream take will be going live for an episode. I'm sure we will be doing a show between now and the next Rockets game. Uh, and to leave this show uh, on a high note. Ryan says, we'll have a brand new lineup. I'm feeling much better about the second half of the schedule. I don't think Houston secures the pick in the draft, but there's sun on the horizon. Ryan, appreciate you, my man. Once again, this has been another episode of SB Nation's The Dream Take, the number one podcast for The Dream Shake. Make sure to check out The Dream Shake on Twitter at The Dream Shake. You can check out, or excuse me, at Dream Shake SBN. You can check out The Dream Take at The Dream Take on Twitter. My name is Michael, the Hebrew Hammer Brown. I hope everybody has a great all-star break. And until next time, go Rockets! Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical. Hello, I'm Nilay Patel, the editor-in-chief of The Verge and host of Decoder, a business podcast where I interview CEOs about big ideas, the problems that come from those ideas, and how they make decisions. It is also surprisingly about org charts. It comes up a lot. We're launching a new limited series that we're calling the Centennial Series, where I talk to CEOs of companies that are over 100 years old, like Xerox, Barnes & Noble, and more. There's no 100-year-old company that's without its struggles, and it's been fascinating to talk to these CEOs about which parts of these companies' history are important and which parts they can let go. A little spoiler for you, if a company is over 100 years old, there's a lot of drama to talk about. It's been a good time. You can listen to the Centennial series right in the Decoder feed. New episodes of Decoder are out on Tuesday, and the Centennial series is out on Thursdays. Check it out. We think you're really going to like it. You can get it wherever you get your podcasts.